It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Bring Back Simple. Our scripture reference today is Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 12. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. On the first day of the week, when we met to break bread, Paul was holding a discussion with them. Since he intended to leave the next day, he continued speaking until midnight. There were many lamps in the room upstairs where we were meeting. A young man named Eutychus, who was sitting in the window, began to sink off into a deep sleep while Paul talked still longer. Overcome by sleep, he fell to the ground three floors below and was picked up dead. But Paul went down and bending over him, took him in his arms and said, do not be alarmed for his life is in him. Then Paul went upstairs and after he had broken bread and eaten, he continued to converse with them until dawn. Then he left. Meanwhile, they had taken the boy away alive and were not a little comforted. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. We've learned to compartmentalize things in church. Bible study happens in Sunday school. Worship happens in the sanctuary. Fellowship takes place at potlucks or picnics. Imagine, though, combining all three of those important parts of the life of the church. That's what a love feast is. There are still some faith traditions that practice love feasts on a regular basis. Most churches that host these gatherings do so sparingly. But love feasts were the early church's way of being. We can see some of that in Acts 20. Luke tells us that the Apostle Paul joined a group of Christians in Troas to break bread. Paul also held a discussion with them. What do you think they discussed? Some translations help us figure that out. Paul preached to them. They discussed faith in Jesus. Our modern sense of preaching may get in the way here. Paul wasn't standing at a lectern giving a three-point message. He continued speaking until midnight, so it must have been a 23-point message. The NRSV translate it as a discussion, and later he continued to converse with the Christians. That discussion could also be translated as arguing or reasoning. I take it to mean there was most likely a lot of back and forth dialogue between Paul and those gathered with him. While Paul may have done a lot of the talking, it was a conversation. There were questions and reflections. There may have even been objections as well. Then something else happened that night. Acts 20 is when Eutychus falls out of the window and everyone thought he was dead. Paul went downstairs and embraced the young man, and he lived. The text then says, after Paul had broken bread and eaten, he got back to the discussion. This miracle seemed to inspire Paul even more. He ended up talking until dawn, 
this was a meeting to remember. Now, these love feasts or agape feasts were the way early Christians deepened their faith together. They combined eating, learning, and worship in such a natural way. They didn't utilize programs or special events. There's no nursery either because why would you send your family to another room? I've participated in love feasts before. They're not just potlucks. Potluck discussions don't always get around to faith and discipleship. I love the simplicity of what we read in Acts 20. There's no program or even an order of worship. We modern Christians, particularly American Christians, don't always do well with simplicity. We're used to everything needing to be big and better. And when I've looked up love feasts in churches today, I've found manuals and 30-page instruction booklets. Now, I'm all for order and planning, but sometimes that gets in the way of what matters most. Remember Jesus with Mary and Martha? As I reflect on what the early Christians did, I can't help but wonder how our compartmentalizing has impacted our collective growth. Could we simply join, study, worship, and fellowship? Can we bring back simple? In so doing, what if we learned to just enjoy each other's company? When we have a conversation, we don't need an agenda. We're too busy listening to each other. We're too captivated by the Lord's presence among us that we don't need the best music or PowerPoint backgrounds. All we need is our Christian fellowship. Stay blessed.